What's happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of Three Guys from the South Side. This week, three became two. Uh, join with me as always, boys Bernardi from Champagne. Boys, how we doing? Doing good. Can't believe uh, our relationships lasted this long, Mike. 70 days. Holy cow. Who would have thought? Mercy. Mercy. Still going strong, but don't worry. We'll have a guest back next week. Uh, we got a busy week going on, so we're going to get in and out, talk about the Super Bowl, and talk about a couple of things from last week. So uh, we're ready to hit the pedal to the metal. I love it. I love it. Yeah, obviously the Super Bowl coming up this weekend, but first a quick recap from last week's picks. I will uh, lead us off here. I ended up finishing two and two on my free picks. Uh, my pick of the month did not hit. Uh, I was I was fingers crossed. Uh, we were going to be looking good in that Winnipeg. Vancouver over, uh, over was six and a half finished, uh, hit, hit at five goals on the game. So that one did not cover. However, uh, did have some success there with Toledo, uh, covering the three and a half points at Bowling Green. Uh, and then also the Grand Salami in the NHL real shocker here, but, uh, we're going to be talking about the Grand Salami again in the NHL for this upcoming Saturday. But, uh, that closed at 70 and a half folks, Ended up hitting the over at 72. Real barn burner, sweating that one out in some of the night games. So I ended up hitting that one. And look. Let's talk I, about a sweater, Mikey. That Baylor-Auburn game. Oh, God. you got to be believing me. Call the feds. It was highway robbery. Bonnie and Clyde. Highway freaking robbery. Like, I I, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. And then to, to go, not only in blow away, I think their biggest lead of the game was somewhere around 22, 23 points. Uh, to then go and blow that, and then to miss a layup at the end of the game, you had a two out. You could have th- thrown an alley oop. Yeah, uh, and the thing is, too, they don't even box out, and Auburn gets those rebounds and gets those bunnies to spread. No, no, it was it was it was hard to watch as a as a gambler. We actually finished the game at my place, had a few buddies over, and. I think they all appreciated the the price of admission and just watching me cringe over over how that game ended. So I was full cobra towards the end, hands on the head, just couldn't believe what happened. But finished two and two. Uh, we'll get for a big slate though uh, this coming week and weekend to to offer our listeners. So, boys, how'd you uh, how'd you shake out? I know you you and a a friend of the pod, Dave McAvoy, had had a big winner, big parlay on Saturday. Yeah, so we had a very good weekend. And uh, first of all, I'm the COVID kiss of death with my locks of weekly perennials. But uh, the first game, we really liked uh, Richmond at home against uh, SLU, St. Louis University. And that game got canceled due to COVID issues. But then I uh, went out, watched the Illini Iowa. Great game, sweater. Wasn't invested in that, only emotionally. Um, Illinois pulled out the route, and then they switched right to the Boise State-Colorado State game. And uh, that was one of my locks of the week, and we were boozing and uh, getting a little loose with the fingers on the sports betting app, and we put uh, money on Boise State. And uh, things kind of went really well from there. Boise State covered. Then the next day, we doubled up our money with uh, Oklahoma beating Alabama. And then uh, we doubled up our money again with – Oklahoma State beat in Arkansas, so we had some money to play around with. And uh, for shits and giggles, we did a $100 14 parlay that would pay out $14,000. I 
I mean, $1,400, excuse me, this isn't the weekly perennial. Uh, we had, And the th crazy thing was none of these games were even a sweat. Notre Dame absolutely whooped Pittsburgh, under 124 Virginia Vatek, San Jose State plus four and a half, one straight up, and Purdue minus two and a half, one by 17. So uh, me and Stavi uh, walked away. We pulled out some of the money with uh, a $100 profit on the weekend. So it was really good uh, to see that. And also – just a couple of gripes too, as well. Uh, my weekly perennial went nine and two. Oh. Oh. And, the two, and the two losses, West Virginia was minus five and a half. They were up by five at halftime. They got smoked, didn't they? Yeah, second half collapse. And then my other loss was uh, under Auburn and Baylor at one fifty four. They had sixty five points in the first half, and it went to one fifty six. So we're slowly getting there. We got another weekly perennial on deck, but uh, no, it was a fun weekend, and we still got a. Another parlay hanging in the balance for a uh, Super Bowl. So we've been hyping that up all week. So we're excited. Love the big Super Bowl parlay. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But hey, for our listeners at home, boys, I believe you are one and oh in the weekly perennial when it comes to soccer bets. Uh so <laughs> so so for you footy fans out there uh who who like kicking it uh what, what what are they called? Kicking it around the pitch? What are they called? A pitch or something like that? They play yeah, Fody kicking it around the grass. Yeah, kicking around the pitch. But uh, boys, one and one and zero in uh, Premier League soccer. So yeah, we're divor we're div we're diversifying the weekly perennial again, both college basketball and uh, Super Bowl pick. Love it. Love nothing it. overseas. Nothing overseas. So uh, let's get going about the Super Bowl, Mikey. We've had a week. Um, are we? What are we still thinking about this? Tampa Bay, the Chiefs. We got a couple of Super Bowl prop. Prop bets for our listeners to see what to see what we like and see what they think. So, uh, Mike, just give me a game preview. What do you think? Oh, look, I I think overall from a game standpoint, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight one. Um, I'm hoping for a little bit of a higher scoring game just because I do I do have a small investment on the over here. I I, I ended up getting it at 56. The Chiefs are up to three and a half points now. I'm contemplating taking the Buccaneers, but I, honestly, I'm I'm so unsure of what I'm gonna get from both offenses, given how I think the both defenses have played of late. Um, that I, I'm I'm a little cautious on on taking uh, on on taking that Chiefs. Look, I can see it being a blowout. Um, I can see it being a, a very tight game. Nonetheless, I do think that there are going to be uh, a fair amount of points. I honestly just don't know in which direction. Um, I will say that I, I know it's not on the list of, of props that we were talking about earlier, boys, but I'm a big fan of the of the Gatorade color here. And you are you, you're on some sort of grass if you if you don't bet that red is going to be the color Gatorade getting dumped. What do you uh, got right now for odds on red? Odds on red. Um, I don't. I think it's about plus one fifty and one twenty five. I think I I think that sounds right. I think that sounds right. I I like red. Um, I also like yellow. Uh, in the instance that the horrible Chiefs, flavor, horrible flavor. I love lemon lime. It's top three flavor. Um, and and I'll I'll debate you till till I'm dead on that one. But look, I I think yellow just in the instance that uh that the Chiefs pulled out, considering they do have a little yellow in that in that uni. I'd go yellow red. Uh, on 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 any odds. Uh, for that for that Gatorade. Uh, color, but I'm still I'm sticking to the over. I think uh, both offenses are, are gonna uh, come out firing, and uh, I think we're gonna see a different Mike Evans 
uh, from that NFC championship, the second half really of that NFC championship game. Uh, I, I really do like, uh, like that offense in Tampa. And, and I, I think we're going to put up a ton of points. Yeah. Like I think both these are great coaches and the thing is they have a whole other week to prepare, but I, former Jets fan, Todd Bowles plays when they play a team a second time, they get a lot better. And Bowles has already seen what the chiefs can offer in person. I think he's going to be ready for it again. I think it'll still be high scoring, but I still love Tampa with that hook. I haven't move up to three and a half, but right now, basically on the points bet app that I use, it's Tampa plus 105. So it's only a matter of time by Sunday at uh, 5:30. But um, I still am really on Tampa Bay, just with that defense back, that pass rush. There's a guy, Daniel Kilgore, who's a backup center for the Chiefs. He's in COVID protocol now. He might not play. He's not a starter, but the offensive line's already losing their depth. They get one more injury down. Pierre, Paul, Vita Vey, and Adam Kinsu. Mahomes is not going to have a lot of time to recover. And the thing is, too, he's not 100% with that toe. So, True. Great point. I think, I think we – I still want to go with the uh, Bucks. I'm, I'm not touching that total. Um, I'll leave it to the listeners and our other co-hosts to take that over. But uh, I'll be rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, we looked through a couple Super Bowl prop bets that we liked during the game. So uh, – uh, we'll just go through these really quick with what we like. So, uh, Mikey, um, the first one I saw that I thought was a little odd was rushing yards. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 30 and a half. What do you like over under? Under. I hate betting unders, but I I, I don't see him being as effective as he was, you know, towards the, the end of the season before he, he got a little banged up, and I still don't think he's 100%. He's not running like it, at least on the field. And, and with that defense, I, I like the under on that on that prop bet. No, I'm, I'm with you too. I agree. I think like what we saw with the Chiefs last week is they uh, dipped and darted that football passing down the field, and I think they're going to try and do that again. So you're going to need Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to get at least seven carries, I think, to get that 30 and a half, maybe more. I just can't see it happening. I like the under too. Uh, this guy's a personal favorite of mine since uh, Penn State. Um, love Joe Pa. Shout out. Love those Penn State teams. Uh, we got receiving yards. Chris Godwin, 74 and a half. He had some huge catches against Green Bay, but he's also had a couple brutal drops in the NFC playoffs. Redskins, Packers, and uh, I think one or two on the Saints too. So, uh, Mikey, uh, we'll be leaning with this over under. I'm going to go over. I think they're going to need to throw the ball a fair amount and uh, Tom Brady's been there so many times. I look, I, 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 I gotta think this is going to go over that, that Mark. Um, I mean, what Tom Brady's been in 18% of all NFL championship games uh, in the league history. Like this guy's been there before. He's going to find his top receivers. Godwin being, you know, probably his number two uh, for, for the game uh, behind Evans. But I like, uh, I, I like that over 74 and a half. Yeah, I'm with you too. I, I don't think Godwin gets a lot of volumes, but I think he's going to be matched up with Sorensen, the Kansas City Chief safety one or two times, and he's going to be able to break a big play. Give him 30 yards on one catch or halfway there, and um, you can be able to probably catch that ticket in the fourth quarter. Agreed. One, Mike, that I think is high, but I'm I'm really high on the Tampa Bay linebackers. Those guys are studs. Shout out to LSU, the new linebacker you. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Over under ninety six and a half receiving yards. Under. I I I don't I agree with you. I I think the secondary and, I mean really that 
that linebacking core too, to, to your point is, is going to lock him up pretty good. Uh, I think they're going to lock up him and Tyreek, I think fairly well and make Mahomes find one of his tertiary targets uh, outside of those two. Tertiary. That's another word I got to put in the weekly perennial. I absolutely love it. Let's but go. I'm on the under with you too. I think those guys can run with Kelsey. I don't think, I, I still think he'll get eight to 10 catches, but this is going to sound weird. I don't think he gets to 90. I don't think he gets to 97 yards. I love, um, I think Winfield Jr. is going to be back. He's going to cover him. Tampa Bay linebackers will be covering him all day and get that pass rush in. Mahomes isn't going to have a lot of time. So, I was gonna. I was gonna say w- one more note. The only way that I can see him hitting this is if they get down big early, and they just start hawking the ball. Uh, you know, Mahomes ends up with you know 50, 50 plus. Uh, you know, attempts. Could it happen? Of course, but I think the game's gonna be much tighter than that. And and I don't think, I don't think that that linebacker or secondary core uh, in Tampa is gonna allow for it. Nope. Yep. I'm with you. And this one seems low, especially since we've been hyping up Mike Evans and see this is really championship. I love a redemption story. Mike Merrick loves a redemption story. Love it. it. Over Over under 63 and a half. Over, over. Over. Give it to me too. About this. This just seems too low for me. Parlay it with the Godwin over two. My goodness. Tom Brady oh, throw these two guys the ball. Come on. 2.6 to 1 if you're taking those two. Probably more than that. Knowing there those odds. Go. Yeah, I, I, like I, like, I like the over in that. All right. We'll, clu- we'll, uh, we'll close up the, the quick Super Bowl prop bets with passing yards for both respective quarterbacks. Tom Brady, 295.5. And, and Patty with Holmes, 325.5. Merrick, shoot us with what you got. I think Brady goes under, but not by much, but not by much. I think he throws for 250, 270. Uh, and I'm actually going to go under with Mahomes as well. Uh, I think I think those two are probably, you know, combined maybe 500 yards uh, of passing offense, but but no more than that. You know, I, I like I like Mahomes probably hovering hovering around the 285. 300 mark, but I don't think he goes over 325. Now with that defense in Tampa, no way. No, I think you're right too. And I think there's going to be turnovers in this game and it's going to be a short field for some of them. And that's how you'll get your uh, over. I think, I think Tampa Bay is a better team when they run the ball at least 45% of the time. I don't think Brady's going to get there. I think Mahomes will though, just because he has Tyree kill me, Cole Hardeman. Those guys break one big play. I love, and I love that Tampa defense. I've been hyping them up, but man, they know, they have some busted coverages sometimes and give up the big plays. So that's the way I'm going to go. And uh, we got one more prop bet here and uh, just another funny background story about this weekend. So the DraftKings app was down and not working. And so uh, since we're loyal customers, they gave us a $50 free bet. And, oh boy. Free money. Uh, and, so, and so what we decided to do is go big or go home. And uh, what we did is we played three soccer games last Sunday and then we got a Super Bowl bet. So these three soccer plays, over three and a half goals, Leicester and Leeds, final score three to one. Over three and a half goals, West Ham, Liverpool, final score, Liverpool, three to one. Four goals in the second half to make that happen. And then Chelsea was our easy one, minus 305 against Burnley. So we have a $50 parlay that will pay out $15,500. But the last one we have is the Tom Brady scores the first touchdown. <laughs> 
in the Super Bowl. So, well, what I'm envisioning right now is a Philly special to Tom Brady at the uh, Chiefs' 15-yard line in the first quarter. Merrick, tell me I'm not crazy and we, I can hit this. Hey, I don't think you're crazy because last year's Super Bowl, I took Mahomes to score the first touchdown. 18 to 1. 18 to 1. 18 to 18 to 1. I I put a unit on him and I was just laughing the rest of the Super Bowl. Everything else was free money at that point. I love I love that that play to have the have the quarterback get in. Now, keep in mind it's Tom Brady. He needs to rush into the end zone, right? And the, and the thing is too, Mikey, is rushing yards in the Super Bowl are over point zero zero point five yards. Exactly. Gonna so, get a rushing yard. So yeah, yeah, we need the best quarterback in the NFL to be on the one yard line and you have him call his number, do a naked bootleg, or let Tom Brady redeem himself on that Philly special. I like it. I I love it. I know me and Dave got this parlay. We're gonna turn fifty free dollars into fifteen thousand five hundred dollars. Probably buy Merrick's BMW, fix the passenger seat car. It will be good. But that's something I'm looking forward to. I've been hyping it up all Sunday with my friends. So uh, we're excited for the Super Bowl. But um, love it. I love it. uh, Thirty-five to one. They have Tom Brady scoring the first touchdown. Sounds about right. But uh, hey, anything can happen. On any given Sunday, as my friend Al Pacino would say, right? The six Very inches true. right in front of your face. Well, hey, speaking of six inches, that's how close you were last week to getting to getting that weekly perennial. And my goodness, I, if I'm not fired up for this week after a nine and two showing, we're due. We're due, boys. We are, 20- Mike. And what's funny is I'm trying to deposit my 20 bucks in for points bet on the sports bet app, and my deposits aren't coming in. The book's scared. Points bet scared. Points bet. Points bet is scared. Look, a twenty dollar investment this week gonna get you just north of twelve thousand McChickens. I say it every week, but look, we're getting closer and closer to hitting one of these. As Blaze said, pay off the rest of that beamer, fix that passenger door, so uh, you know I can I could be opening that for uh, a fine lady near you. Uh, now, boys, weekly perennial. Who do we have come Saturday? All right, here, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to do um, nine college basketball games, and then we're going to do a Super Bowl bet. So I'll do these really quick again. Um, Missouri plus three against Bama, fading Bama rest of the year. I think they're overhyped, and they're at the peak right now. They're like GameStop, sell, sell, sell. LSU minus Florida at home. LSU had a total collapse against Texas Tech last Saturday. I don't think it happens again. I love Valpo plus 12 against the undefeated Drake, Iowa team. I think they're overrated as well. Love me some Tony Bennett, the singer and the basketball coach. Virginia minus five. Creighton is a team that I've loved all year. I think they turned it around. They're going to Milwaukee. Give me them minus five, two. Oregon State minus one at home against Washington State. Rhode Island minus six against UMass. They play horrible on the road. Ole Miss plus four against Auburn. That's for Mikey Merrick out there for that team that screwed them. We're getting back and going against Auburn. South Carolina minus one against Mississippi State. That's a hold-your-nose game. And then we're going to get Tampa plus three-and-a-half for the parlay. $20 pays out $12,000. You have the points bet app. You boost it. We move it to 19000 McChickens and 91 cents. Mercy. Hey, love is here to stay, baby, just like your friend Tony Bennett would say. And I'm all, I'm all, I'm all over this weekly perennial. I, I, I love it this week. That's a big payout number for a small investment. So, Folks, if you're playing along at home, go ahead. 
toss that change from underneath the couch on on the weekly perennial and and, and give yourself a, a shot at a big payday. Yep, and uh, the baby follows us on Twitter. He'll be aware when I shoot out that weekly perennial. So follow us on Twitter. We'll tweet it out every Saturday morning along with the uh, South Bend weather. Mikey, let's transition now. We're done with the weekly perennial. Your spot now. So NHL, um, Toronto's still looking pretty good. Blackhawks, they battle. Uh, what are we looking forward to this week, and what do you not like so far that you've seen from the NHL? A lot, a lot of grit. I think being shown from that Blackhawks team, I'll just give them a little bit of respect considering I've been I've been pretty down on them. Uh, they are battling. They're staying in games. Uh, they're playing hard. Uh, Patrick Kane looks uh, phenomenal. As I don't I know how he still does it. He's been freaking killing it since we've been in high school. I don't I don't know either. That guy, he's he's so good. Um, I love. I mean, I've said this every week since the NHL started, but the scoring has been outrageous. Um, you know, even even without fans, not. Uh, Obviously, not in most stadiums, uh, except the state of Texas and state of Florida um, and Tennessee, for that matter. But uh, a lot of scoring. Um, you know, we're seeing goalies getting rotated more frequently as well. I, I think that leads to it. I'm back on the Grand Salami again uh, this coming uh, Saturday. I believe there's uh, 10 games slated, so probably looking somewhere uh, low 60s. I like the over in that again. The matchups are favorable. Boys, to what you mentioned earlier, uh, Toronto looks what they look like Toronto should have looked the last couple of years. I know they haven't played really to their potential. Uh, they made a couple moves in the offseason. We've talked about on prior episodes, but uh, that that offensive front six uh, is looking strong, and and I think they're getting a lot of support too on the on the back end as well. Uh, Montreal, though, don't don't. Don't sweat on these guys. Oh, um, Canada. Jeez. I mean, outside of Montreal being the you know strip club capital of the world, um, the Canadians are absolutely buzzing. Six one and two on the year. Uh, I mean, they have they have guys like Petrie contributing. Uh, this Josh Anderson guy that came over from uh Columbus and, and I'm sure he's killing it off the ice too there in Montreal. Um, they've just got so so many weapons and so much depth uh, on that team that I think they're uh, they're going to be one to to be reckoned with come uh, come the end of the year. Let's don't forget about Philly. You know we talked about Philly on episode one. They're looking strong as well. Kevin Hayes, my God, all that guy does is find backdoor billies uh, and and just bearing when he can. Seven two and one, uh, fifteen points after ten games played uh, in that East Division. I think the central, the the West Division, excuse me, Colorado and St. Louis uh, look great. They're they're tied up up top. Um, what Colorado, you know, everyone thought uh, was going to be a wagon coming into the year, but uh, the Blues look great as well uh, with some of that that depth that they have, um, especially with uh, Krug on the back end now as well. Um, real question though too is what do they do with a guy like Vince Dunn? Uh, you know, they brought in Justin Falk too in the offseason, paid him big, paid Krug big. I think Vince Dunn, unfortunately, great young talent, but he's going to be on the trading block sooner rather than later um, in the West. Uh, and look, last thing on the Central, as we talked about the Hawks, um, you know, hoping that they can continue to, to turn things around there. But uh, Tampa looks good. Florida looks good uh, as long as they can stay healthy and, and, and out of the COVID box. But Look, last other pick outside of, of the Grand Salami on Saturday. Uh, I love 
love Montreal, as we talked about. They're playing an Ottawa team that's lost six straight. Uh, Ottawa has one win on the year. They're very young. I know a lot of people picked them to be a little bit higher in that division, but off to a slow start, that's going to be tough for them to dig out of, uh, especially with uh, a lack of experience, uh, both uh, on that offensive uh, front nine and and on that, uh, you know, especially that that defensive front four, right, that, that they have there. So, Again, take take the over on that Grand Salami on Saturday uh, and take uh, Montreal on the money line. Uh, I think those are two absolute winners uh, th- that we can have dialed up for you guys come Saturday. No, I like that Grand Salami, Mikey. Uh, there's a lot of loose pads out there in the blue ice in the NHL. And uh, you one game like uh, last Saturday with that Penguins-Rangers game, 5-4 in overtime, that's nine goals. You're basically one-eighth of the way there from your Grand Salami, and you still got a full slate. Um Exactly what you talked about. The East is absolutely stacked, what you and Patson talked about previewing the NHL. And, oh, boy, man, Ottawa, Canada, not a really fun place to live. But, man, not a good hockey team either. They're absolutely brutal. Their schedule's brutal because they got to travel. They got the farthest distance to travel because they're only playing Canadian teams. It's not It's not fun right now. Just one win. Yeah, not um, at all. Can't be. Yep. But no, I'll probably ride with you on that Grand Salami, too, because it just takes one game. They put up 10 goals. You're almost all the way there, and that cancels out a 2-0 or 1-2 game. Agreed. Agreed. What uh, what else we got on the slate? I know I know we have uh, – uh, I know we got a couple updates. Obviously, NCAA hoops last week uh, was, was okay uh, for the boys, uh, especially how favorable you were, uh, not only on your individual parlay, but also on the – on the weekly perennial, uh, any particular games, boys, that you like uh, on the card come Friday or Saturday? Yeah, I got two games for us on Saturday. Nothing on Friday, so uh, rest up and uh, stay warm if you're in the Midwest. Um, I'm going to poach these two for my weekly perennial. Um, I love this Creighton team. They still have not put it together. And at the beginning of the year, I thought potential one seed. Ken Palm had him ranked number 14 at the beginning of the season, starting Thanksgiving weekend. They're still ranked 16 on his power rankings, but they've won three in a row. Um, They've won three in a row, excuse me. And they're going to Marquette on Saturday. They're going to Marquette on Saturday. I think they're going to blow them out. They're five point favorites. It's tough to win in Milwaukee, but I think the game's over at halftime and you can already cash the ticket if you want to. And the other game I'm going to go to is I'm going to take all miss plus four against Auburn. That old Miss coach, he jumped ship in Middle Tennessee State when things got tough. He did a good job with that program. If you remember, they were the 15 seed that took down Michigan State a couple years ago in St. Louis that screwed up everyone's bracket. This is his second year at Ole Miss, and he's starting to turn things around with his players. Um, they're traveling on the road to Auburn, a team that really has nothing to play for, no postseason. The NCAA hammer's coming for him and Bruce Pearl for, I think, the third time, but uh, – there's no three strike rule in the NFL like in the Cal in the NCAA college basketball like the California penal system. So he'll probably skewer away somewhere, probably on the East Coast for hoops. But um, give me Ole Miss plus four at Auburn. Those are the two games I really like, and three teams I would just ride all the way through March. Give me Tennessee, Creighton, and Virginia. I just think those three teams um, are good teams that are going to be ready to come March. Well coached teams. And I think they're going to be able to make a deep run. But obviously, it's Gonzaga or Baylor's to lose right now. But um, I'll shut up. And Merrick, give me a couple picks that you like for college basketball, if there are any. There are. I, I got I got two on the card for Saturday. 
Um, look, I'm I'm a firm believer that lightning does strike twice, uh, especially for me, given uh, given my track record. But give me Toledo again uh, come come Saturday. They're at Ball State. Um, I think, again, uh, Toledo showed a lot of poise, especially after starting off uh, that Bowling Green game fairly slow. Uh, in my mind, I, I think that was a, a, a two-point game at one point uh, that they were on the other end of and ended up blowing them out by about 16. So uh, I like I like Toledo at Ball State uh, on Saturday. So, boys, now that we got our NCAA picks for the week out there, my second favorite segment that we do every week. Tell us, are they still digging snow out in South Bend, Indiana, or or, or what are we looking like come Saturday? Uh, the thing is, Mikey, I'm going to give you a two day forecast, and it's oh. not good. And it's not good in South Bend, or it's not, and it's not good for Brian Kelly either. It's snowing Friday all day, and then Saturday it's going to be Antarctica. Highest 16, cloudy all day, lowest six. So. Brian Kelly, get those grad assistants out, shovel that 100-yard driveway, not even including the sidewalks, because if they come in Saturday afternoon to shovel that, they might as well get a Zamboni because that's going to be frozen over. It's 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 going to be way it's going to be way too wet, way too windy uh for and It's for cold, but it's big. cold in the Midwest, but our picks are hot. Hot. So ride with us. We got a Super Bowl and remember, Tom Brady first touchdown Philly special. You heard it here first. Thirty to one, thirty to one. Thirty-five to one. They pay out fifteen thousand dollars. Let's go. Game stock, stock I can buy. Oh man, take you right to the moon and back, knowing knowing what's going to happen with that thing. But uh, look for for those of you uh, tuning in, we we appreciate it. Hammer, Tom Brady. First touchdown on the Super Bowl again, thirty-five to one. You got a couple great winners in the NHL, a couple great winners in NCAA basketball, and look, take it home with a couple of those prop bets too that we laid out there uh, for the Super Bowl. Love the Gatorade, love the over, and and Mike Evans uh, and uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, we think those numbers are a little bit light. Uh, not to mention uh, Edwards Hilaire with uh, a little bit uh, of a, a slower Super Bowl given his health uh, and status. So thanks again for tuning in, everybody, and we will catch you next week. Yep. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll be back with a third guest next week. Peace.